they say can be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm East Bound, just what no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal, some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out, cause we got to run to make. just out of here but uh you, you know my, my mom almost died like two days ago had to save her life what yeah had to save her life and uh it's just been like i don't know you gotta look at the bright side of things right well you're gonna elaborate on that a little later man because yep. uh, i hope your mom's okay so what's uh what's happening with you Ted? i'm back 40 years from the grave Elon Musk decided to dig me out. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Okay, I bet you you just look lovely. <laughs> I like to stand before my family. But enough about me. My guy is gone. And he's like, never come back. <laughs> So I hear find a desk, you can take what? <laughs> Tell us all about it. Okay, it all started when I was about five. Sounds like a Goonie story, but my uncle uh, took some pictures of some footprints. Some of you guys might know, if you're anywhere familiar with Tooele or Bosburg, Washington, the famous Cripplefoot. Well, I got photos that the scientists don't have, and I've already sent them to Dr. Jeff Meldrum. Idaho State University. But ever since I got my uncle got those photos, I've been intrigued. And uh, I got photos of my own. But uh, yeah, if I could get some sponsors, I wouldn't have to work anymore. I'd live in the woods. So I'll find them. I already I already know where our family's living. That's pretty. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, here's a story. Um, I sit about 12 miles from my house here in Butte. I sent a buddy up there because I was up there target shooting, and I I. I told him it looked pretty squatchy up there. So he goes up there and he comes back and he said he wouldn't go up there alone again. And uh, what happened was something started growling at him. We, I took the same trail a week later and that's when I got my photos. But um, a, a rock about, I don't know, between a basketball and a softball sized rock was thrown at him and it hit a tree right next to him and just split the rock in half, shattered bark all over him and that's when he called it good. He got the hell out of there. But, uh, yeah, it gets pretty intense up there. But, I mean, I, I'm more worried about running into a grizzly than I am uh, being hurt by Bigfoot. Most of the time they'll give you a warning and you just heed, you just heed their warning. Um, well, well, there's some, uh, well, you probably know about, oh, all through the Pacific Northwest, all the way up to the Yukon, there's been sightings since the 1800s. Oh, yeah, I'm from Spokane, Washington. You know, I know about Bigfoot in Washington. Well, there's a really good story you should look up. I don't know where you would find it. You could probably find it on on the internet somewhere. 
Uh, I, I read it. I read it in a newspaper, and it was a story that was written during the uh, the Great Depression, and it at a place in called Harrison Hot Springs, and that's actually not far from the Washington. Uh, it's actually not far from Bellingham. So it would probably really interest you. It was a, it was written by a bunch of loggers that were logging up in the area. And I think, I, think I, I mean, I, I, I've heard that story, but I, I haven't researched into detail of it. But, uh, like when I, when I get a chance, maybe tomorrow, I'll send you some photos I have. Yeah. I got like my, my first photo that I got, I got up by Addie Washington. Actually, Addie, actually it was between on the Addie Gifford or the Addie Sedonia highway in between Addie and Sedonia. I was taking pictures out the truck window and didn't even know I got caught it until I got home. Oh, wow. But it's, it's a one. I'm pretty sure it's, a, it's one of running because I put different filters on it. I can't. It, it's its own object. I, I proved it with the different filters. But, it, I mean, in the original picture, you can't even see it. But I, when I blew it up, there it was. Well, when you stop and think about it, we are encroaching into more and oh, more every day. a green space. So more and more habitat is, is disappearing. So, yeah. well, Montana... Montana was supposed to be one of those areas that throughout the years growing up, I was never seeing anything here. And it's, and I got to thinking since I've been here, Montana's starting to come alive with Bigfoot. It's because the population's so less here, there's less encounters. Well, that's right. I, well, I agree. And I believe it all started with the photos out of Northern California. What was that, 1968? Patterson. Patterson, Gimlin, yes. Patty. Yeah, and uh, see, they tried to say that the whole is not. I mean, for one, who would make a suit? You can see the muscles flexing when it's walking in the calves and the arms and shoulders. They didn't have sex that, that good back then. That has been the most discussed photo probably in the history of photos next to the Loch Ness Monster. And for every guy that says that it's real, of course you get 10 that say it's fake. Yeah, just, just like uh, my, one of my... One of my favorite Bigfoot guys is uh, from Alberta, Calgary area. He 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 hangs out up in Banff. Yes, the, the Todd Standing is one of my he favorites. Was, uh, I was watching. He was yes, I was watching him on YouTube. And uh, yeah, he's all over slut Sylvanic Bigfoot. Yeah, he was. Uh, they were interviewing him on TV. Yeah, he's all over. I just I was watching him before I came downstairs. I was watching his his documentary, Discovering Bigfoot. Yeah, because I remember when they said he was going to go He's got some good you. photos, trust me. Oh, yeah. But, you know... They're trying to say he hoaxed them, too. I just don't, I don't believe it. I think they're real. They're not going to be happy until somebody comes out with one dead. And, and Yeah, and you know what? The government won't let that happen. You know why? At least the U.S. government won't. <laughs> because you'll have another spotted owl situation on your hands. Oh, well, not only that, like, wouldn't it, I would consider it an endangered species. Well, yeah, and I, I don't ever want to kill it. Of course, I go up there armed, but I, I don't, that's for bears mainly. <laughs> well, yeah, you get a, you get a, you get a big grizzly coming at you, you know, you got two. But, I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I want his photograph. I'd love to be able to interact with one, but I don't know how that can happen. <laughs> I find it I find it a very interesting subject, considering about of how much of uh, really how much of the Pacific Northwest, from really from North Dakota to the Pacific Ocean, has really been explored. Really, like I'm not really other, other than the natives. I'll send you those pictures I have of the cripple foot like tracks that were up by by Bosberg. They did. I sent them off to some different people, and they put the the. From the cast they made, they had a professional foot doctor design his bone structure. They say he had a club foot, and that that same bone structure fits perfect in the in the footprint pictures that my uncle had. It's perfect in there, and it has his cool. footprint ne next to it. He wore a size 17 shoe, and he's he's got his footprint next to that footprint. Wow! And it dwarfs his foot. And I mean, if you're gonna hoax something, why are you gonna make one foot all cockeyed and the other one, especially back in 1970? <laughs> well, how many people are born with club foot? Yeah, but I mean, not that big. No, but not that big. But it's still, it's still, it's, yeah. it's still a genetic. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you would. Do you know who Doctor Jeff? Do you know who Doctor Jeff Meldrum is? 
the, the anthropologist from Idaho oh, yes, University. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, well, I sent though I I had copies made of my photos and sent them off to him because uh, he he was real interested in them. Cause, uh, another connection I have told him I had them, and because uh, these footprints were taken 30 miles away from where the scientists had theirs, so they're not the same trackway. Wow. So that right there, even I've been told those pictures I have are historic. It, you know, if you've proven to be real, I got pictures that nobody has. So. And my uncle gave them to my grandmother, and she gave them to me before. Or actually, I got them after she passed. But yeah, it's uh, it's, it's my hobby. I, that's what I try to do. But I'm always working, so that's why I want to get sponsors, so I don't have to. I can spend more time out in the woods. Well, yeah. And and like I said, I I, I when I send you this picture, these other pictures I took four miles from my house. I don't have to go far. I, I think there's a whole family in there because I got I got a picture of two holding hands are reaching across the rock and they're frozen as we're walking by they're not moving wow yeah i would really like to see your pictures man I, I, brian's seen those ones i sent it to him but i'll send them to you tomorrow yeah right on yeah, i've always found it an interesting subject because it's not just oh not my uncle's just, to blame for me <laughs> well it, it's not just in the pacific northwest it's all over north america yeah oh yeah it, it just um We've been, like you said, we've encroached on all their territory. That's right. So you're bound to start seeing things you've never seen before. Well, they're running out of place. Uh, everything's running out of places to go. I mean, we're getting more and more bear sightings, more and more grizz cougars, more more of everything, because we keep taking, we keep moving more and more and more into their into their habitat. So now we're moving into areas that haven't been most white people haven't even walked on. Yeah, this is my first podcast, and uh, I've already been asked to already go on Todd Standing's podcast. Right on, because I'll definitely listen to it. I get these voices very good to eat hard. The Yeah, it sounds like you already ate Brian, Brian guy. Mm. I think he did. Right, 
sitting here with me. Ignite your passion and escape to paradise with sexual desire, sextoys.com. Over 7,000 adult products to choose from, including a large variety of sexy erotic lingerie, tantalizing teddies, brazen bralettes, va-va-voom, baby dolls, magnetic mini dresses that will give you a night you'll never forget. Ignite the erotic side in your relationship. Sexual Desire Sex Toys also has his and hers naughty board games, luscious lubricants and creams, or walk on the wild side with our anal and bondage fetish items. Paddles, masks, blindfolds with wrist and ankle restraints, and much, much more. And don't worry, we have discreet shipping and amazing 24-7 customer service and safe payment processing. Ignite the fire within you tonight. Visit sexualdesiresextoys.com. Now, send the farm It's going to do the cheapest, creepers for reborn movie review. It's open so that older couple driving down the road. The creeper driving an old Ford red truck is driving behind them. The couple then see the creeper dropping off a sack into a large pipe. The couple drives the old station wagon and they get chased by a creeper. My hero, of course. And then they go back to the place where the creeper dumped the body. Then we focus on dumbass teenagers going on some excursion. Of course. Next thing we see is a baby creeper reborn. Someone gets murdered. Our new hero starts his murderous rampage. The two people, Chase and Lane, go to a horror hound festival. Lane begins to experience visions, and I get, I'm ready to get visions when I harm people. <laughs> the festival theme is honoring our hero, the Creeper. The grand prize ride is a trip to a haunted house to spend a night in an escape room. I think Fry Guy is in my escape room right now. So the two go to the haunted house with two other filmmakers. And of course, the creeper is there to wreak his bloody rampage on a scale of seven dead bodies. I rate this a sick. All right, Ted. I haven't seen the end of it, but I fell asleep, but uh, I'd give it a seven. Talk yourself. Some ghost stories, my favorite topic. Who here has seen a ghost? Me? Me? I have never seen a ghost. They were ghosts, actually. I see a demon. I've seen shadow people. I've seen them, too. Yeah, I've seen those. Tell us about your demons. Uh, it all started uh, probably about six years ago, and I just got rid of them for now anyway. So, yeah, for like six years, I've been dealing with these things. Every day, happen to get up, put a straight face on, and act like nothing's going on. But it's been a hell ride for six years. Whew. I can't really go into detail. I know what caused them, but it's kind of personal. Um, but one of them, one of them claims to be, well, I, he's not the demon, but he's an assistant to the demon. Claims to be my dead brother. Wow. And he, for some reason, he hates my guts. <laughs> but we weren't, when, when, when he passed, we weren't at peace with each other. So, I don't know. But yeah, it's been a hell ride. And I, I, I happen to learn right now to let, let the past go because, that's what's carrying it with me. So right now it's been like a quiet month and a half. 
I haven't had to deal with them, hear them. It's pretty intense. Yeah, well, it was getting to the point where they were, when it first started, they had to be scared shitless. I almost took my life. And after I survived that, that day that I almost took my life, I started researching and uh, my face got a lot stronger, put it that way. And I learned ways to fight them off. And I've been able to keep them at bay, but I think they were getting tired because I, I will never give them what they want. So they were trying to get me to call them out because that's the only way that they're allowed to hurt you is if you call them out. Yeah, that's well... one of those things where God gave you, God gave you the will to free think. So make the right choice and don't call them out. <laughs> well, they, they, they also say that once a, a spirit, like, like a... Like someone has died, they like they don't know they're dead. So like the indigenous community has that, like actually has this huge thing about taking a tobacco peace off uh, offering and burying it under the dirt and like just telling it that it it doesn't belong. And I've actually had to do this a couple of times. My house had to get blessed by a priest. It was a long story. I used a Ouija board, and that was not a fun night. <laughs> I, I used the Ouija board when I was a kid and regret it because after I researched it, I heard that you could op open up a portal. Yeah, well, see, not only did we open up that portal, but we burnt it without closing it properly. Yeah, I've, I've heard the stories about the Ouija board. I won't go near one now. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. If you ever, <laughs> if you ever brought one of those into, my, into our house, my mother just stuffed it right up your ass. And I, I'll send you a picture of my demon too there, K-Man. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. I caught him by accident, too. I was taking a selfie for my old lady, and in the mirror, I see him standing behind me. There's been a lot of uh, demon pictures showing up lately. Well, I, uh, I talked to a guy. Go ahead. I don't know if they're just people photoshopping and shit. Like, I don't know. But there's a couple that haven't been, um, they haven't, they can't say whether they're fake or not. They don't know. It comes back, I guess they call it inconclusive. All they know is that yeah, that's, it's, it's that's not what they say to Bigfoot photos too. Yeah, this, this what one I, is, oh, is, in a, is in a is of a of a priest in, in a church, and they think that they got a picture of death standing beside behind them. Well, pretty interesting picture. Yeah, there's well the devil the devil has we're living in hell on earth as if we speak. He yeah. infiltrated the Catholic Church, and I'm I'm not saying all Catholics are bad, but he infiltrated the Vatican. There's evil shit going on down below the Vatican. I went, when I first went to, started having this problem, I went to the a Catholic priest. That was the closest place I could go to. Told him my problem. You know what he told me? I had to get rid of it myself. <laughs> Yo, gee. He, he, he gave me some holy water and sent me on my way. I think you got to see a, I can't remember what they're called, a, a Bedouin? A Bedouin priest? I can't remember. I don't know. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. They're a, they're a, uh, um, they were cast out from the Catholic Church because they believed in, uh, what do you call those things? Exorcisms and shit like that. Yeah. The church doesn't do exorcisms. They don't like holy water, though. I got a whole jar of it in my house. I got from a padre up at the hospital. <laughs> I'd be more apt to go with the, uh, the natives. Yeah, I'm not, because I'm not Catholic, and this is my stance on religion. I believe in God with all my heart, but religion was created by man to control man. I feel if you're just a good person, you'll make it. Well, as long as you're a good person. As far as my feeling on, uh, on religion, now, of course, I believe in God myself, but always remember, the Bible was written in 1600 by yep. a politician. And it's been, it's, it's been manipulated many times over, too. But King James was just a glorified politician. So why would you listen to it? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's something that happened one time. I was having I was having a bad week with my demons, and I walked out the door, and we had a cereal cabinet in our in our living room that fits in the corner, and in the top shelf is a King James Bible, and it's you know you know how big they are. Yeah. It, it was it's leaning backwards, so there's no way it could have done this on its own. Sue said, as soon as I walked out the door, that Bible flipped forward and landed on its face. Holy shit. How about you, Will? Have you ever seen a ghost there, uh, Will? I've seen them. I've experienced them. I've felt them. I've dealt with them. I've, yeah, there's, you know, there was someone once uh, that was wise that said, to not connect the scientific realm with the religious realm is, is, is to be naive. And uh, I think that, I don't know, there, there, there's certain frequencies, right? And... 
unless you know, understand the frequencies, you won't be able to, you know, this is why people that take uh, drugs like LSD end up seeing different things because they're, they get brought to a different frequency. Yeah, well, yeah. So yeah, I actually, this is, this is crazy. So my old house in Dover, I would get like, like these, these weird, I, I, I don't know. I, I was, I would call them like, you know when a heater hits the cold and and you see that like heat wave or whatever that's what i would see in front of my door and this is when my mom was with her ex at the time and the the answering machine would just keep going on and off on and off on and off on and off consecutively as soon as he got home from work it wouldn't act up until he got home from work and then it would stop as soon as he left and there were there were just weird things going on there and then and then this house okay we were told well it was quite visible we came into the house and there was like doors kicked in and stuff you knew something had happened here the the front door was kicked in the bedroom door and then the bathroom that's inside of the bedroom was kicked in and i don't know i played with the ouija board right to see what was up and after doing some research, right, I, I found out that something bad had happened in this house and that it involved a female. Well, ironically, the girl that number of my friends have seen described this girl as being a young eight to nine year old with a, a floral nightgown and in my basement. But see, here, here, here's the most disturbing part about this, okay? They came forward to me after the Ouija board had, had already happened, okay? So when the Ouija board had, had happened, we actually, there was, I don't know, the, the, the Ouija board had actually told us that there was something bad that happened in the basement and that there was, there was something buried underneath my, uh, my washer. Now, now, this was creepy. And so I was like, okay, I, I kept pressing it for, for, for answers, right? So you start asking it, you know, what's, what's your name? What is this? You know, and we pissed it off and I'm not like, no word of a lie, bro. The, all of the cupboards down, downstairs in my basement slammed all at the same time. They, they hit each other so hard that it shook my, like my entire house. Like the, the, the walls were shaking so bad that the pictures had actually fallen off of the frame. And uh, at that point, we got scared. And we, we closed the Ouija board in a way that it should, it, it should never be closed, which is burning it or closing it anyway. Yeah other than the proper way, you know? Yeah, I've, I've never used one. I, I've never had the, the desire to use well, one. Well, no. as a matter of fact, I'm actually scared of the goddamn thing. Yeah, I would so, be too. Trust me, bro. You I, don't want to go there. Well, I remember, I just remember my mother. She was just, my mother was very into the spiritual side of things. And... She was, she was just, they're nothing to play around with. Like, it's, 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 it's something that we don't know anything about, and you don't know what you're messing with, right? Yeah. So why would you want to play yep. with it, you know? So I just always steered clear of it. Yeah, you know? don't, don't ask it when you're going to die. <laughs> you know, but I, I mean. I got it, two more years, I got two more years according to that Ouija board. <laughs> yeah, but apparently according to the. To the Ouija board, spirits lie. Yeah, they do a lot. Yeah, my mom was sort of off. After she passed away, we found tons and tons and tons of books on, I, I guess you would classify it as white witchcraft, Buddhism. Buddhism was another one she was really fascinated in. But just all sorts of this literature. And uh, she was a pretty wise lady. She was, You wouldn't think it, but uh, she was very knowledgeable. And oh, I believe it. You know, you you just you even just mentioned Ouija board, and she she she'd get pissy with you. Like you know, when, when I went when I went wrong with with those ones that mess with me is I learned how to fight back with them, and I quit being afraid. Which you shouldn't be afraid anyway. If you stand up to them, you'll last longer. <laughs> but I got. I, when I was catching myself taunting them, and that's when I had to stop because I, I was pissing them off, and that's when he started wanting to call me out. Call me out because they'd play tricks on me, I'd play tricks on them because they, they can't read your mind. Well, we lived in a house, and, uh, and one of them was a succubus. You know what that is? I know what a succubus is. 
Yeah, I had three of them. One was my claimed to be my brother. The one was the main one, and the other one was the sucky bus. She used to whisper in my ear all the time. Yeah, they're uh, what do they come? They're they're very ancient. They speak. They speak. Oh shit! It's a form of Hebrew. I can't remember. I remember reading a book about them. They're scary as hell. Anyway. Uh, sucky bus. Yeah, they're ancient. Yeah, you know what they are, right? A yeah, female demon that thrives on sex. Yeah, they are... Uh, and let me uh, tell you a little secret about don't go looking for these demons through night vision, because you will see them. Lilith. You've heard of Lilith, right? Yeah. Okay, Lilith. That was Lucifer's wife. No, that was, that was Adam's first Adam's wife. That failed and got sent to... Yeah, yeah. She wouldn't, I remember. She wouldn't do as she was told. Yeah. She was a succubus. Neither did, neither did Eve. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, neither did Eve. She got him evicted. <laughs> but, but, uh, she was the mother of all demons. We'll just say that. Yeah. And she yeah, was I just watched something that, that talked about her the other day. Really cool. That's Christian mythology. That's really cool shit. And see, another opinion I got on um, religions, too. Everyone wants to call say their religion's better than the other. I, I believe that, that religions are, um, it just depends on what culture you're from. I believe it's all the same God. It's just how you're worshipped and what culture you're in. Well, yeah, I think so. So, hey, Will, <laughs> what, what about this? You were saying native spirits. Native you spirits. that? Yeah, you were saying you've dealt with native spirits. Oh no, not, no, 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 no! I've, I've, I've dealt with spirits in, in, in a native traditional sense, or in, oh, in, okay. in, in, that's in, what I got. Yeah, in indigenous, indigenous traditional sense. So the indigenous culture. Now, I, 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 I believe everyone can agree. Every living, breathing thing, even inanimate objects, they all operate on a frequency. So you can. Like, like uh, objects themselves, kind of like a wine glass, you can take your finger and rub it around the top, and it will make a frequency yeah. on its own. Like, it's, it's going to take a little bit of force because it's, it's not live, right? But because we're on, on different frequencies, and, like, there's, uh, there's just, like, so many, so many possibilities to seeing evil, good. It just, I, 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 I don't know. There's, uh, like, the indigenous culture would have to be studied up on a lot because have you guys ever gone into a forest in which was a native burial ground? Actually, yes, I have. So no, you would know... Not knowingly. So, so oftentimes, people, when they stumble upon these, they, experience, they start experiencing hallucinations or whatever it be, right? So, so, so here's the thing. Like, like I said, these, like, when people die... They don't know that they're dead. They just like the, all they know. Like if you die suddenly on the spot, you're you're gonna be like, well, where the fuck am I, right? Like, uh, someone explained it to me. Like, uh, it's almost like being in a house where nobody can see you when they're just walking past you. So w with that put into like perspective, w when when you're going to uh, like across these lands, it's uh, there there there's a lot of weird things that happen, and a lot of pe some people. I'm not gonna say a lot of people. Some people. When when this happens, they start exploring the, those grounds more, and there there are such things as curses, man. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, but there, there there's study on 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 this part of spirituality. I fully support. They they, they I, I don't know why it is tobacco, but they say to to, to put a, a tobacco offering that you'll never touch uh, outside your house and and tell it you know you don't belong here. Your time is done. Right, but I'm sure you guys could could elaborate more on um, the burial ground. Well, there, this was gonna, this is something I wanted to actually talk about because this is an area it, it just always fascinated me. It's called, it's up by Fort St. James and Prince George, and uh, what it's called, it in 1745, the Chinlac. Uh, the Chinlac Indian village was completely wiped out while all the men were out on a hunting trip by a warrior, a southern, southern natives of the Ch Chilcotin Indian tribe who were, they were warring. They were at war with each other and they killed all the women and children. And this happened in 1745. Now, it's now a park. 
the only way to get to this place is by boat or by plane. Like it's a, it's basically they made it a beat. They made it a park to protect it. Now UBC has gone there. Oh, I think three or four times, and each time they've gone to do documentation of this of this area. During the day, everything's fine. What they've noticed is nothing grows. Like trees are like ten feet tall. There's there's no uh, um, other vegetation. Like nothing grows in this area. And by nightfall, it's it's so eerie that they have to leave. They can't stay. It, it it's just too overwhelming for them. And this place is just always just fascinated the shit out of me. Huh. Well, because. The Indians, believe it or not, like they did a little bit of excavation of this area with the, I can't remember what tribe, what, what Indian band it was. It was one of the Indian bands of the, of the area. And I can't remember which one. I think it was up, I think it was the, um, it's the one just, it's right outside of Vanderhoof anyway. And they did a excavation of the area and they actually found, found, uh, Chinese coins. So that proved that the natives were trading with the Chinese before white man even got here. So that, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty wild, right? But the area is, like some people have claimed they've been there and haven't noticed anything. But most people that go there can't stay. They can't, it's, it's too overwhelming for them. Wow. Feelings of, feel, feelings, it's like I went to, like I've never been to this place. I've always wanted to, wanted to go and just to see it for my own eyes. But, the only way I could describe it is the same thing I felt when I went to Gettysburg. Uh-huh. Just overwhelming feeling of dread and sorrow. Because, I mean, 50,000 people were killed in one day. Yeah, no kidding. You know, and, you know, and it's just, it's, it's overwhelming. Like, it's just, like, even if you didn't know it was a battle, battle and I was only parked on the side of the road. I mean, I didn't go into the park. I was on the side of the road. And it just, it was just too much. I just, I had to leave. Like, um, like I'm very susceptible that way. Like I've never seen, like I see, um, shadows out of the corner of my eye, like everybody else, but I get these feelings, man. And I, that's the closest I've, I've come to the, to the spirit world is I, I, I can feel it. Like I just know it's there. Yeah. And, and it, 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 it's kind of, it's uncanny, but, uh, that's, that's my claim to the spirit world fame. I, I just get these really bizarre feelings, and it actually sometimes it scares the living shit right out of me. So, gentle Buck, do you guys want to hear about the top ten horror vehicles of all time from the movie? Sure. Dead. They're not Chris called horror. They're not. They're not called horror vehicles. They're called horror vehicles. I like the car vehicles. Number 10, the car. A 1971 black Lincoln Continental Mark III, crafted and modified to kill people. Number 9, Maximum Overdrive, featuring the black western star 4,800 semi-truck. They break with the green goblin mounted on its front and wiped out many people in the movie. How about 1974, Kill Dozer, a bulldozer that gets possessed by some ancient devil. Number seven, Phantasm, a black 
from 1955 to 1960 Peterbilt rig with a tag axle. That was also a 1971 Plymouth Duster. It was after by Dennis Weaver. Number three. Christine. It tells the story of a teenage boy's first car, a 1958 Plymouth Belvedere Fury in red blood color powered by a Chrysler V8 engine. Number two, Joyride. That crazy insane truck driver, Rusty Nail, driving his vintage Peterbilt with a cow catcher on it. He chooses his victims who have wronged him. It's actually a Peterbilt 359. All three movies contain a 1985 Peterbilt and Joyride. And Dead Ahead is a 1984. And in Roadkill, it's a 1976 Peterbilt. And the number one movie, Creepy as Cotton Be. Jeepers Creepers. That rusted 1941. Chevy COE cab over engine with a cow catcher and as you know our hero the creeper uses it to transport the bodies as he eats every 23 years the license plate reads beating you translated to beating you those are your top 10 gentle bugs not bad I still think the car should be number six. I got a good one for you, Will. And this happened to me. I, I, as a matter of fact, I won't even go there. I won't take trips there. I have, I won't. In between Terrace and a little town called, I, 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 I can't find it on the map, but I believe it's called Kitwonga. And it's just east of uh, Hazleton, if you know where Hazleton is. On your way to Terrace. Okay, well, basically, you make a left at, you make a left-hand turn onto Highway 16 in Prince Rupert, and keep going for about 400 kilometers on the Highway of Tears. Okay. You know what the, you know what the Highway of Tears is. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you drive this road, you will now understand why it would be a serial killer's playground. There's hundreds of kilometers of nothing. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, that... Your average, your average town is sixty kilometers apart. So when you, it's if you if you hunt or fish or anything like that, you'd love it up there. But I can understand how a person could go missing very easy up there. Yeah, no kidding. Eh? There's nothing. But in between this area, now this happened to me twice. Once during the day and once at night. And I had a partner with me driving. I was running team. And I came into an area. I was about 60 kilometers from Paris. And all of a sudden I got hit with this unbelievable feeling of fear. Like I've never felt fear like this. Like I was, I, w I was actually terrified. I was taking corners. I was hitting the turns in this road in my peak at 100K. I wasn't slowing down. Hmm. And all of a sudden, it went away. And my partner, who never, we never spoke. We never said a fucking word. My partner turned around to me and said, okay, man, you can slow down. It's gone. So he felt the same fucking thing I did. I never thought anything about it. I went into Terrace made my delivery, ran up to Prince Rupert, did my delivery, reloaded lumber out of uh, out of Prince Rupert, coming back, and sure as shit, same place, I got the same fucking feeling. I don't know what it is, but I, fuck you, I won't go there. Yeah, there's been a lot of bodies dumped down there, too. Whatever that is, man, it's fucking evil. I don't know what it is, but it's scary, and I don't want no part of it. And when the guy sitting beside you feels the same fucking thing, you know you're not going nuts. Like, I thought it was just me. Okay. Too many hours driving or, you know, whatever. But that wasn't the case. And I won't go up there. Forget it. I don't, you, there is not enough money to get me to go up there. 
Yeah. Like that's some that's some bad mojo, man. Yeah, I I don't think I, I don't think I'd go up there either. I won't. Nope. The only way I'd go up there, well, I can't. Fly. I, I can't get across the border, so. <laughs> oh, oh, how come? Been a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well. At one time. That happens. Oh, back 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 in my drinking days. Yeah, it's always back in the drinking days. Yeah. Uh, well, as far as DUI, I don't. Uh, I don't uh, I don't know. I, I just heard you can't cross into Canada if you have a DUI, so. Uh, yeah, it's been over 20-some years. But you could get a pardon, but it's not worth it. There's nothing up there really you need to see. Bigfoot? Well, Bigfoot, yeah. Then it would well, be, I can find him here, too, so. Then it would be worth you getting a pardon. But all you have to do is phone Canada Customs. They'll tell you. Yeah. That's all you got to do. But, uh, yeah, it's been checked. That was my last... I, I got one in 2000, that was 22 years oh, ago. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it, probably, it probably wouldn't even matter now. But if you were thinking about coming to Canada, I would just fold them. I'd just hop in your truck. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> or just walk across the woods somewhere. <laughs> you know. Well, why not? Just... Walk across the border, claim, claim asylum. Everybody else is fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll carry the RCMP. They'll carry your bags. Oh yeah. You'll get put up yeah, in a big, damn. big. You get put up in a big uh, five-star hotel, fed like a king on on taxpayer dollars. I wish the one celebrities would go to Canada like they promised. Well, no, we got it. We got enough. We got enough liberal assholes here, man. We don't need any more. Fuck. The last thing we need is Rosie. Fuck. Jesus Christ! You know, and it's sad because I used to like her. I used to like her. Way back in the day, she did a she did a show. I can't remember what it was called. Stakeout, I think it was called, with Emilio Estevez and Dan Aykroyd, I think. And it was funny. Like, I mean, she was funny. But I don't know what the hell happened. She banged her head and became a liberal. I don't know. <laughs> then she attacked Tom Selleck. <laughs> well, Tom Selleck's okay. No, but I mean, she, she set him up to belittle him on TV for his really? NRA stuff. Yeah. He got, she got him on her, her show when she had her talk show. And he goes up there. Yeah, I remember that. And, and I remember then, that. Yeah, but he put her in her place. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, she did. She tried the same thing with with um, what the hell's his name? Uh, he's dead now. Charlton Heston. Yep. And he just basically told her very, very politely to shut up. I tell you what, none of them want to put Kid Rock on their show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that boy has no filter. I love him, and he don't apologize, eh? I love it. Not like everybody else, oh, I got to apologize, and, you know, they get on Twitter and they apologize to everybody. <laughs> Chris Rock's like, yeah, fuck you, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that a place, I want to, there's another, uh, I can't remember what it's called. There's, I want to go there, too. I love going to the battlefield, the ba the old battle, battle, battle site, battle, battle sites, like Gettysburg and shit like that. There's one with a green-eyed monster that I want to go to. Go to. Because apparently that place is very active. And, well, uh, Butte, Butte and uh, Anaconda and Deer Lodge are known for ghosts. Yeah, I know. So is, oh, what's the name of that place? Uh, oh, I can't think of the name of it. It's, um, it was a major, major cattle, um, basically a cattle port where all the cattle, they used to drive all the cattle to it. And apparently it's very active. Very active. I live I live out by the airport, but I'm like where I'm I'm sitting in my driveway right now in my office, it's a vehicle. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah. And I'm looking at all the lights uptown, but that's uh, you go uptown view, that's nothing but historical. Oh I know. But they're well, Butte, Butte's, a, Butte's an old, old, it was a mining town, wasn't it, at one time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it still is. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, they do do a lot of mining there. 
But evil to evil, very, very cross. Evil to evil, yeah. <laughs> yeah, evil to evil. I mean, he was. Oh, that's where he lived, right across the street. Oh, is he? Yeah, I, I know right where his grave is. <laughs> yeah, he was every every kid's fucking hero, man. When I was growing up. Did you talk to people in Butte, though? You pissed a lot of people off here. <laughs> well, he was haywire. I mean, he wasn't the nicest guy in the world. No, I, I can I can even take you to his mansion. Oh, yeah? Now something else, but I know where his mansion is. Yeah, well, he wasn't the nicest not that guy far on the planet. planet. Well, he was a heavy drinker, for one. It's probably because of all the yeah. pain he was in. But... Let me tell you about Butte. Yeah. Butte's an Irish town. Butte. I'm not from here, of course, you know that, but uh, since I've been here, I've learned a lot. And one of the guys I work with is a uh, born and raised. He uh, he grew up with uh, Robbie Knievel, so I, I got to hear stuff about But I, he knows everything about Butte, and this is an Irish town. And uh oh, yeah. when evil when evil went off on that reporter or something or beat that guy up with a baseball bat, this town looked down on him for it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, it's, it's, you gotta be careful going in the forest around here because they like to fight. Oh, I know they do. I know they do. It's Irish. Yes. I have never. Heard. They'll they'll give you a punch in the mouth just to say hi. Yeah. You know. Yeah, half my family's Irish. I got Irish in me. I'm Irish. Yeah. I say native. He used to be able to say Indian, but he can't say that anymore. No, I'm not allowed to. I'm Irish, Indian, or native. Insane Spanish. Oh, wow. <laughs> and maybe something, a couple other little things. If you look at my name, it says, my name says Anglo-Saxon, so, which is, yeah. I, I think is, uh, um, uh, is that, wasn't that like, uh, Scottish, English or something like that? <coughs> something like that. Yeah. But it's by last name was English. There's, uh, Butte's got to be pretty, uh, paranormal active. Oh, that, yeah, I mean, they have ghost tours here. I've never taken one, but I mean, they got them. They had some pretty wicked wo Indian wars out there. I mean... Well, not too far from Billings is where Custer got it. That place. Yeah. That, that place. I've been to, when I was a kid, I've been to the Custer battlefield. Yeah, that place is creepy. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That, but it doesn't help where it is either. But yeah, I'd love to go and see, uh, like, Gettysburg, man. That place. Holy shit. I just can't. Yeah, yeah I, was stationed, I was stationed in North Carolina, but I didn't get a chance to see a lot of that stuff. I, um, I spent six months at a time in the Mediterranean. <laughs> well, I got, went through Gettysburg by accident. I was detoured because of an accident on the interstate. So I ended up going down through through Gettysburg, which is a really neat, neat little town. Like, it's, it's really neat. And then you come down this, you, you come out of the town, and then, bam, you're right into the battlefield. And you actually drive right through it. And I ended up stopping because there was a turtle in the middle of the road, and people were just fucking bombing by it. They were going to smear it. So I stopped, picked this goddamn thing up, and put it put it on, helped it across the road, basically. And it's the place just makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Like, it's just creepy, creepy, creepy. And you, hear, you hear that laugh in the background? Yep. That's the same laugh I hear when... They're fucking with me. <laughs> oh, no. Nice. Almost identical to that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, they're not fucking with me anymore right now because uh, I'm not letting them. I, I don't know if I can handle that. I think I'd freak out. Dude, dude I don't know how. Uh, for six years, like I said, I, I had to get up, put on a straight face, and act like nothing was going on. Now, I'm going to go back to the very beginning where it all started. I was in Nevada for a little while. I came back to Spokane. My grandmother's house was empty, but my brother had been living there up until he died. My grandma's already passed. My uh, my cousin was coming from Alaska in a couple months, 
to take over the house. So I house set it for two months. Well, the first night I was in there, shit started happening. And uh, it was weird because when I first started, all this shit started, I didn't know what to do. So I didn't say nothing for two weeks. <laughs> but I had like two weeks of non-sleep. And uh, I would see the shadow move the shadow move across the ceiling and then get across and it would start going back again. And then I even seen, you know, they had like a, a wood, they had a wood floor and I seen like footsteps going across the floor, but they were like blurry. And I, I kept hearing my brother's voice and he had a female with him. I'm taking it, that was a succubus or whatever. And then like after about three days, all of a sudden there was a third voice and that was the demon. And I heard him roar. I, I left the house in fear and, and 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 when I finally told my mom she thought I was crazy and I was out of that house for a couple of weeks and I came back because when they left they followed me so it wasn't the house it was something that other that I brought on by digging up in the past and they seen an opportunity but once I figured out how to fight them it pissed them off they just they just never give up though <laughs> but yeah I'd hear them I could hear them actually talk. I got to where I can't I, I can't sleep with fans on or air conditioners because that's how they, they use that energy to put their voice out. And uh, oh, I can hear what they're saying. So when you hear what they're saying, and it's like they forget that you can hear them. I also had someone tell me that if, in order for me to hear them like that, I had to have some kind of medium powers, but I don't know if I believe that one. I can always hear what they're planning, and then... Sometimes I, as I got more used to them being around, I'd go along with them up until the end, and I'd research it on them. And, oh, they'd get pissed. But, yeah, I, I see them. I have night vision equipment that I bought for squashing. And uh, I was just looking through my house one night when they were fucking with me, and I I seen things through that night vision that I don't want to. I, don't, I quit looking through my night vision in the house when they are fucking with me because I seen some things I didn't like. I couldn't deal with it. Uh, I don't know how I did, but I guess being a Marine helped. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, but back to the beginning, after a couple weeks and I figured out how to fight them and shit, I, I started to write it off as a nervous breakdown. I said, maybe I just had a nervous breakdown. Me and the old lady were separated at the time, and I was like, maybe I'm just having a nervous breakdown because it got quiet for a couple months. And then I, I got that picture, and then that's when I knew it wasn't a nervous breakdown because you won't get a photograph. That picture is that picture is <laughs> freaky. And I mean, I got some other photos, but they're buried in my stuff on my phone. I'd have to really look for them. But when I, I used to snap pictures when they're messing with me, and it seems like the best camera to use on your phone is your selfie camera, like yeah. the one that you're up, because it picks up more than your regular camera will for some reason when it comes to that, but my, I have a note 10 and it takes beautiful pictures. And whenever they're around and I'm taking time to get pictures, all my pictures are cloudy. Wow. I pick up orbs, all kinds of crap in my photos. I got pictures because our Ontario cabinet's got mirrors in the background. And oh, yeah. I can yeah, pick yeah. up, I got, I got faces in, in that I, from the Cario cabinet, inside the Cario cabinet, but in all actuality, they're probably behind me. Because they're reflecting off the, the yeah, mirror. Yeah, they're reflecting off the mirror. Yeah, I think I'm Yeah, it was just... <laughs> well, no, it's not... They, they follow me wherever I go, so I can't outrun them. So I, I just... Yeah. I just learned to see with them. And right now, what I'm doing is working, so... I haven't... Like I said, I haven't heard from them in like a month and a half. No, that's... And I, I'm trying to stay in this crap because I was really just... They were getting impatient with me because six years are trying to get me... I, I know that they're, they're not, I'm not possessed, but they're attached. Mm-hmm. So I'm working wow, on man. detaching them. <laughs> yeah. They don't really funny. bother me. They don't bother me during the day when I'm at work and I'm busy because I don't, but the minute I start thinking about the same thing that here they come. But yeah, I used to, and I got an old lady going through menopause and she has to have fans and shit on and I'm telling her I'm sleeping in the living room so I don't have to hear the fans. <laughs> but yeah, when I almost drove into this, I when I almost killed myself, I thought about I was hearing them through my radio. I thought it, it was just like a television show. Oh man, be like one of those paranormal television shows. Yeah. And I almost mm. took my almost took my car into the Spokane River just to end it. Oh boy. So 
Uh, we're, we're we're about to run out of time here. Is that it? Was there another subject you needed to bring up? Okay, that was so exciting. No, well, it has been a Halloween podcast and making us out in the monster house. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise